And, and I'm here to tell you that there are people out there less talented than you already doing it. Right. That's the that's the bottom line. That is the truth. That's the motivation that I needed in order to get started. All right, welcome to episode 63 of the Creative Entrepreneurs Podcast. This is going to be a special episode on goal setting. I have gotten a few questions about goal setting, how I set my goals. I have shared this in the back in the day when I first got started in this practice, not only on YouTube, but here on the podcast. I have shared how I write my goals down, what those goals are supposed to to be, how specific can you get into goal settings and how this whole thing works. Now, if you're new to the podcast, my name is Daniel and I am a creative entrepreneur. In this podcast, I am talking about how to build a business around the knowledge that you have, whether that is music, whether that is photography. It doesn't really matter what you are good at. You are an expert already. And this podcast is all about building a business around your expertise in the form of an online course, how to create a digital product, how to become a coach, how can you get the knowledge out there into the world and build a business. I'm sharing my experience here on this podcast as a composer, as a stay-at-home dad while making music for a living and how I created my first online course, how I built a six-figure business from working from home as a stay-at-home dad making music, how I started teaching others on how to do the same thing, how to make music for licensing. That's how I got started. And this podcast episodes here on the Creative Entrepreneurs Podcast is all about that, pretty much just pulling the curtain on how I created a six-figure knowledge business. So if you're new to the podcast, subscribe to the podcast, follow us on Spotify, uh, Apple Podcast, leave us a review. This helps the podcast get out there for others to listen to. Share it on Instagram as well. Uh, in your story, tag me at Daniel Carrizales so you can uh, help this podcast grow. I, I'm very passionate about uh, showing uh, you everything that I have learned along the way when it comes down to creating an online business from home, especially if you are a creative person. And I consider anyone that wants to build an online business, a creative person, okay? So this podcast episode is all for you that you have the knowledge already. You just don't know how to put it uh, in the form of a digital product. You don't know how to create an online business. And, and I'm here to tell you that there are people out there less talented than you already doing it, right? That's the, that's the bottom line. That is the truth. That's the motivation that I needed in order to get started, all right? If you're new to the podcast, go to my website, danielcarrizales.com. You can find there a few free resources to get you started, right? I have three PDFs. As I am recording this podcast episode, you're going to find three different PDFs to get you started. One is about the three pillars on how to turn your knowledge into an online business. Those three pillars are as follow. Mindset, business, and lifestyle, right? We're going to go and examine first your mindset, where you're at at this very moment. It's very important for you, especially in the beginning. Business is what type of business you want to build around your knowledge, all right? And obviously, it's all about you becoming an online course creator, a coach, someone that is going to be sharing the knowledge that you have in 
in, into the world online, right? And then finally, the lifestyle, that's the third pillar, right? And we examine there exactly what type of lifestyle you want to live and what's your current lifestyle, okay? It's a self-assessment guide to get you started. And that's something that I usually uh, recommend for people that are not really sure if they really want to dive into this world of online course uh, creation and, and they, they haven't done it before you know and, and so so the three pillars are essential for you to go through and, and uh, at, the, at the end of each pillar there are questions okay for you to answer in order to assess yourself and see where you're at so that will give you clarity in what to do and where you're at and really examine your motivations and and see how can you move forward all right that's the first pdf available to you to download for free at my website okay it's an ebook right you don't have to do anything you just have to input your email and get it the link for this will be in the show notes all right so you can go and get that free ebook the second ebook is how to build an online course business those are seven steps in order for you to follow in order to create an online course it's a little bit more in detail on just course creation what are the seven proven steps in order for you to follow in order to create your first online course again this is a free ebook for you to download you can download all of those ebooks for free the link will be on the show notes, but if you go to my website, danielcarrizales.com, you will find that there in the front page. The final PDF or the final ebook, I should say, is on getting your first 1,000 email subscribers. All right, this is more on email marketing. This is more about talking about email lists, okay? Building an audience on email. We're going to dive deeper into email. Uh, a lot of people have a lot of confusion when it comes down to followers and subscribers uh, on social media, YouTube channels and whatnot, but they don't understand that the business is run on email. Email is where the business is happening. And the main concern as a business owner especially in the beginning, but this is going to be <laughs> your MO, it's going to be building an email list. That's where the business, that's a true metric that matters, okay? You can have a very successful online business by having a small email list, all right? There are conversions that we need to talk about when it comes down to email marketing and what happens when you have X amount of subscribers in your email list and when you launch a course and how many people are you expected to buy based on the number of people on your email list. I'm, I'm getting ahead of myself here, but it's very important for you to just get familiarized with this uh, type of terminology or, or concept of online business. And when I got started, I felt so intimidated by this that you know it took me some time to really uh, get the courage to get started. So that's why, why I'm here. That's the reason why I have created these ebooks for you to download them. And, and this is the starting point. This is something that I wish I had in one place in order to get started. These are the three simple ebooks that you can get right now if you go to my website, input your email, and you can just download those three ebooks and get you started. That's a starting point in order to build an online business. Now, let's get right into the content of this episode. This episode is all about goal setting and how this has transformed my life, all right? But before we carry on, before we begin this, I invite you to do your own research on goal setting, all right? I invite you to go and see the most successful people out there on how they set goals. This is something that I learned from my mentors. This is something that it was a constant on every single podcast that I listen about business and success, 
And let's talk about success here, okay? Because success means many, many things for many people. Obviously, this is the Creative Entrepreneurs Podcast, which is all about building a business around you. But success means a lot of things for a lot of people. For me, success is having a family, having two wonderful kids, having uh, my wife, uh, working from home, that's part of success, right? But when I examine this thing of starting to build a business for myself and way before I got started in online business, I was studying about success and you know high performance, achievement, and I, I just wanted to learn about business. How can I become a creative person, right? As a musician, I felt that I lack a lot on the business side of it. And that's why I got started in music licensing. For those of you who are new to this, I became a, a stay-at-home dad, right? Because of necessity, bad, bad choices that I made when we moved from the UK over here to Greece, where I'm currently living. And we, we arrived here in the midst of the Greek crisis, uh, a business that was meant to be our main source of income. It was a coffee shop. It was a coffee shop with my in-laws. It was the the main purpose why we moved from the UK here to Greece and that that business went down very quickly. So I, I found myself unemployed here in Greece and I became a stay-at-home dad with my first daughter. But I got started like that. My wife, being Greek herself, she went into the workforce. She managed to get a job and she was the main breadwinner with her nine to five. That's how I became a stay-at-home dad. And I started to see what I can do with the knowledge that I have, which is music. I've always been involved in music. My latest job, was in in a retail in London, in England, when I was working in Denmark Street, which is the place or the mecca of guitar shops and anything that has to do with instruments. Uh, by the way, I that's I was working there. That's that was my life. And on my spare time, I just made music at home. And when we moved to Greece, I had all of these guitars. Well, I still have all of my guitars and all my gear. I have a home studio. I've always been a person that creates. Uh, stuff from home. I love this creation process, whether that's music or podcasts or videos. So, but when I I found myself in 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 this foreign country, which I love, by the way, uh, I found myself unemployed with my uh, first daughter Fedra at the time, uh, taking care of her, and I was looking to, to do something with my my skills. And being a musician, uh, I tried to accomplish that to try to earn something with my music. And that's how I got started in music licensing. When I got started in music licensing, I was just uploading music to different marketplaces. I was earning money with that. I am still am. It's just really passive now. I don't do that as much because it's just, I have built a catalog uh, of work online and I, I don't need to feed uh, those accounts anymore the way I, I did back in the day. And it's completely passive, right? Uh, so out of that, I started to to vlog and really created uh, some kind of a small audience on YouTube, and that's how I got started in the online business world. At the time, I didn't know that, right? But at the time, I was just sharing my knowledge with others. So that was something that I just felt compelled to do that. And, and at the time, I was reading a lot of self-help books or success books, I should say, but business books as well. And they were all talking about mindset. They were all talking about getting your shit together in your brain first in order to move forward. And I said, like, well, I am a musician. I, I'm making money with my music, but I feel like I need to educate myself. I need to educate my mind. I need to start thinking differently. I don't want to be a broke musician anymore. I don't want to be this starving artist. So I really wanted to, to break that myth for myself. And, and that's how I got started in self-development, really deep into self-development. And I realized that a lot of these people were talking about setting goals. And I said, like, okay, this is something that I have to do. And I, 
you know, quite shortly after doing what I was doing as a musician, say at home dad, I start to, to write down my goals. So I will write down my goals following certain steps that I learned from my mentors, and there's different techniques, okay? But here, what I, I will be doing is just grab a little uh, notebook. You can grab any book or that you fancy. I like books that have no lines, all right? So like kind of like a sketchbook, right, where you can just do drawings and stuff like that, like a little black book. I have shared this black book online uh, multiple times on YouTube and on Instagram, uh, like screenshots of back in the day, like in 2014 or 15 with my goals, right? And I will just write down my goals there. And I will have a few key goals that I was really focused on that at the time seemed impossible, okay? So the first thing that you need to do in order to write down your goals and goal setting is find uh, a notebook or something that you feel comfortable, okay? I hate lines. I just feel that it's restrictive. I just like a blank page. And, and I'm a little bit messy with my writing. I, I'm not very tidy. Uh, I write everything in, in caps, like very, like, <laughs> you know, my wife makes fun of me all the time, okay? Uh, but it doesn't, you, uh, you don't have to t pay attention to the way you write or, or how you write it. And I'm going to get into that in a bit. But more is like what type of little book, notebook, do you like to have that is inviting, okay? So I know very earlier on that I don't like the, the, the lines. So I, I refuse to write my goals in, in, a, in a book or, or a book that has line, okay? Because it just, I don't know, it just reminds me of school. It's very constrained. I don't feel free enough to just uh, write down my goals. So that's number one. Find a, a book. I like the black books, the black sketchbooks kind of thing. And, and there is a, a certain shop where I've been getting this very slim black books, which, you know, you can write anything. You can do drawings. You know, they're very slim pages. They're, you know, it's, it's nothing fancy. They're really affordable. So I will definitely spend some time really analyzing what type of book you want to get in order to write down your goals. The first one that I got was a very small one. And, and I will just carry that around with me, okay? So that's number one. Decide what type of book or, or little book that you want to uh, use in order to write down your goals, okay? And you have to use a book because there's something magical that happens when you actually have a pen to the paper, okay, by writing, okay? Because you're thinking and you're writing. You're not typing it into an app, Okay, uh, this is something that a lot of people uh, feel like, hey, if I type it in into an app or if I type it in into a Google Doc, it's not the same. Typing and writing on a piece of paper is completely different. Uh, go and do your own homework on this. I, I don't really want to spend too much time on the science behind actually writing and what does it do while you're actually writing something on a piece of paper. But there's something magical about that. And, and I, I don't know exactly what's the difference between writing it on a piece of paper and typing it into a Google Doc, but there is a difference, okay? The same way that there's a difference between reading a real book, okay? Holding a real book with the pages and actually just reading an ebook or actually listening to an audio book. Even though it's the same book, it's a different experience, all right? So you wanna maximize the goal setting and you wanna have emotion behind it while you're writing it. I'm not saying that there's no emotion when you're typing in into a Google Doc or anything like that or into your phone on an app, but there's something magical about writing to a piece of paper. Something happens, okay, in your brain when you actually sit down on a piece of paper, grab a pen and write it down, okay? There's something magical about that because it's your handwriting. It's not you typing in, all right? 
with a particular font. That doesn't really matter when you're setting the goals. What matters is your handwriting, all dirty, all, you know, with mistakes in it. It doesn't really matter. You know, I, I make loads of mistakes. So that's number one. Number two, you write the most important goals to you. Now, these goals have to be big. There's a lot of discussion about this. Be realistic. Go and set some smart goals. Don't aim too high because you're going to get disappointed. You need to celebrate some small wins. I disagree with this. I believe that your goals have to be huge <laughs> within reason, obviously, right? You can't write there, hey, I want to live until 200 years old or something like that. That is unreasonable. I'm talking about goals that at the time for you, it seems like, hey, I'm not there yet. I'm not, I haven't accomplished that. I don't know exactly how this is going to happen, but this is a goal and it will feel really amazing to achieve that goal, whatever that is. Okay, so I'm going to show you how I wrote my goals back then and how those goals became true, because that's the only way that you will understand how those goal settings uh, were so important for me back then, and now I am a product of those goals, okay? So my goals back then, and these are the goals that I have shared online, by the way, with my little black book, uh, goals from 2016, 15, uh, writing them as follow, okay? And, and I will explain what was the, the, the goal and how this happened for me. Okay, so my first goal was at the time I earn X amount of money with my online business. Okay, that was one of my main goals. Most people have financial goals, and for someone that wants that wants to learn on how to make money, how to work from home, uh, doing whatever, right? Whether that's music or online courses or whatever it is, or both. You know, I don't have to choose. I just want to do everything that I can in order to build my business. And I consider myself someone that is multi-talented, okay? You're probably like that as well. You just need to apply that to your life and to your own situation. So that's one of my first goals, right? So you write it in the present tense. So you write it right now, like it has already happened. That's the magic of goal setting. You don't write, I want to earn X amount of money with my online business, right? You say, I am, or you write it down like that. You write it in the, in the, in the present, like it has already happened. I earn X amount of money, okay? You fill in that blank there, right? This goals, the, the amount doesn't really matter. What matters is how uncomfortable you feel writing that amount of money in your goals. Now, money is a subject for a different podcast episode because money... It, there's a lot of baggage that we have around money. But when you're self-employed and you want to really move forward and you want to build a business, you really have to set yourself, uh, <laughs> I'm going to say this, like really aim high. So for me, it was a ridiculous amount of money at the time, right? For my situation. But you write it like that in the present. And I said like, okay, we can do this. Write it down. I earned blank money with my online business. You want to take it to the next level and you write it as follow. This is a formula for goal setting. And it's almost like an affirmation as well. You write, I am so happy and grateful now that I earn X amount of money with my online business every single month. Okay. I'll repeat that again one more time. And I learned this from my mentor, right? I am so happy and grateful now that I earn 10,000 euros per month with my online business, if that's the goal that you want, right? The reason why you want to say I am happy and grateful is because gratitude 
is the key word, right? Uh, this is a topic, again, for a whole other episode, just talking about gratitude. And I know that at this point, you're starting to think like, oh, God, here goes Daniel again, talking about gratitude and love attraction or woo-hoo-hoo, kind of like, uh, you know, pseudoscience or whatever. But you have to bear with me because this is very important. This is not something that I'm making up. This is not something that I am grabbing from some, you know, uh, weird website. This is this is what's been passed down, uh, you know, through the ages and through books of business as well. This is what got me a little bit frustrated in the beginning because I am buying I am buying a book about maximum achievement or think and grow rich, or the science of getting rich, and it's all talking about this thing, about how to manifest your dreams, on how to get your stuff you know, in order in your mindset, how to achieve these things by putting an intention out there. And then when you get really practical about this, this is where goal setting comes into play. All right. So when you write down something like that in your little notebook where you keep your, you know, your journal, if you, you want to say it, you know, a little journal where you're going to be writing down your goals, then you will write it down like that. If you want to take that to the next level, I am so happy and grateful now that I earn X amount of money with my online business every single month. Okay. So that's one technique. Now, another goal that I did back then, and I still do this to this day, but I want to talk about my past goals, how I wrote them and how that brought me to today. So another important goal at the time for, for me and for my family was to live in this beautiful place where I live now, Nafplio, Greece. If you're new to the podcast, I live in Greece, as I was mentioning earlier on. But I live in Nafplio, which was the first capital of Greece, okay, before Athens. And, and this is a place that, you know, I was coming here with my family for holidays. It's a holiday, holiday destination for both the Greeks and the foreigners. It's a beautiful place. Okay, yeah, I, I'm like literally five minutes away from the beach right now where I live. And this this was a dream for us. And I said, like, wouldn't it be nice? You know, I was brainstorming with my wife back in the day when we were so flat broke, man. You have no idea. But we will come here for a few days to just stay for, for holidays, for summer holidays. And we were like daydreaming, like, you know, wouldn't it be nice to live here? That was a major goal. At the time, it seemed impossible because we didn't even have a car. Right, and even for us to come here for holidays, we qualify. We were so broke and so poor that we actually qualify for some benefits from the government that they were like handing out for families that were broke in order for them to go on holiday. And we certainly qualify for that. And then we will just be able to afford, you know, a one-star hotel or something like that to just stay uh, somewhere with our at the time our first daughter Fedra. And, and me and my wife to just stay for, you know, in a very affordable uh, situation, you know, just, <laughs> it, you know, it, it was bad, bad days, but, you know, we tried to make the best out of it, you know, at the time we were trying to just really move forward. But while we were here, a flat broke, uh, and how we got here without a car, that was another story. We actually had to rent a car, which was pretty much, it took all of the money that we saved for, for those summer holidays, uh, you know, because, you know, we, we couldn't really get, you know, here by coach or, or by bus. It, we just needed to, to really rent a car. And, but that's, a, that's a for another episode as well, man. I mean, it's, it's such a, you know, it's a whole story of just trying to, to go on a summer holiday with your, with your family when you're so flat broke. But I, I'm only telling you this so you see the context of me writing those goals back then and the reality that I was living. 
So back then, I will write down that. I will write, I live in Nafplio with my family. So and I get emotional about that because today I live here, right? And it's all thanks because of me writing those goals down. It's all because of my online business. I work from home, and now I live in the place where I want to live. I don't live here by chance. It, it doesn't have. I'm not living here because of work commitment. I live here literally because I want to live here, because this was a goal, and that's why I'm so passionate about sharing on Instagram and even on my YouTube channel about Nafplio. Okay, I was vlogging from my previous hometown where I was living. Okay, when this whole thing started, I was vlogging from there. I was vlogging outside because that's how I've built my business by doing YouTube videos and vlogging. But when I moved here, right? When I moved to this place, and I and I kept on vlogging and, and sharing that journey and showing you, showing show, showing my audience, like, hey, I've been writing this since 2016, 2015. I live in Nashville with my family. All right, that's a whole bunch of years back then when I was writing that. At the time, it seemed literally impossible that this will happen. There was no chance that I was going to move anytime soon with my family to where I'm living now, to Nafplio, Greece. It just it didn't seem real to me. I felt like a like a fraud even writing those goals down. And that's the trick. You need to write them down. That goal back then it seemed so huge. And I will still write it down. I live with my family in Nafplio, Greece. Okay? And I will play around with that. At a time, we wanted to, as well, you know, to like really do different things with, with our family. Uh, I wanted to have another baby, my wife as well. After a while, like, you know, we should, we should try to have another baby. You know, time is passing by. We really want to expand our, our family. So I will have this vision. This is way before my wife even got uh, pregnant, before we even conceived our second daughter. Right, way before, and I will write it like this: I live in Nafplio with my family, and I go with my newborn baby around Nafplio. We go to the beach with to Nafplio, and I will play around with those goals. Right, I will I will play around with those goals, and man, we did have a second baby, my my beautiful daughter Melina. I have two daughters. First one is Fedra. As I say, I'm recording this. Fedra is 12 years old. And my second daughter, Melina, she's four and a half years old, okay? So when this thing happened that not only we have a second baby, but at the same time, we're here in Nafplio yet again on a summer holiday now with our second baby, right? Slowly, I'm not living here yet, but slowly this thing is starting to, to materialize in my head. My, my, my reality starts to take shape, right? And I say like, whoa, okay. Let's, let's carry on. And I will keep on writing those goals. All right? That's very important. At the time, again, it still seemed impossible for us to move to this place. It seemed impossible, right? Another goal that was really important at the time, let's go back and rewind a little bit. Uh, because those, those goals were important in, in that order, okay? And it doesn't really matter the order, but we all know that we need money in order to, to move to a place or to buy a car, okay? Which was my goal as well at the time. I said, I don't have a car. It's pathetic, you know? I mean, if I, even if I go to the supermarket, I, I can't, you know, I have to, like, walk and, and carry those bags. And, and it's just really uncomfortable. I have a kid at home, you know? Now here I am trying to plan, you know, to expand my family. My wife is pregnant. How the hell am I going to get her to the hospital to give birth? You know, that was my situation. This is real life talk right here, my friend. 
okay? And I will write down those goals. I write, I have a car, okay? I drive my new car. My wife is now expecting my second baby, and I'm still without a car for our family, right? This was this broke my heart because my first daughter felt that I was already going to, to parties, right? Uh, when she started school, you know, they, they were she was already getting invited to parties, and, and I couldn't take her. I had to grab a taxi and whatnot, you know. Well, I, well I need to jump somewhere with with a with a parent to take me somewhere to that party in order to to go with my my daughter to at least take her there, you know. And my daughter was growing up; she was already of an age saying like, "Why why we don't have a car where I lived back then?" And here in Greece, you know, you you need to have a car. Okay, you, you, you just there's no way around it. You really need to have a car because you know you need to have you know if you you have a family you just, just what are you gonna do you know that that's part of the thing, and I, and I felt really bad. But my daughter was slowly starting to understand. It's like, well, we don't have a car. We have to take a taxi. We need to borrow a car from. At the time, I will borrow the car from my my father in law, which it just created so much tension between us because you know I, I'm sure the guy thought I was a loser. Like here I am, a grown up man borrowing his car to just take my wife his daughter, right, and my own daughter take her somewhere, right, I can only get away with that for so long, it was a, it was a tough years for me, man, so for me to write down, I, I, I have a car, you know, it took a lot of <laughs> belief in myself, and belief in, in that something will, will happen, right, and that something happening had to be, hey, earning money so I can buy a car, it's a simple math, right, so this thing seemed very impossible at the time, but those were very important goals for me, Okay. Obviously, other goals came into play. Like, yes, hey, I want to be healthy. I want to have a healthy baby, right? Uh, if you're a parent yourself, you know that there's so much things that are just out of your control. You know, giving birth. You know, and, and we as men, well, there's nothing we can do. We just, you know, take our wives to 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 the doctor and whatnot to just to do a quick checkup, and then nine months later, we we have this amazing thing. You know, a, a human being. It's it's just the most amazing experience, but there's only so much that we can do, right? There's nothing we can really control. A lot of things are out of our control. So my my job was to just really get down to those goals and say like, hey, I have a healthy baby. Hey, I am healthy as well. I have a, I live happily with my wife in this beautiful place. I have a car. All of those goals became real. All of those goals. I managed to get a car right before my daughter was born. So I managed to take my wife, you know, the last... Uh, three or four months of the pregnancy, at least we had a car, we bought a car right there, you know, I, I it was a close call, I gotta confess, because I felt really, really bad, you know, like morally bad, so we managed to buy a car, and so I managed to just take my wife to, to the final checkups, you know, to doctors and whatnot, and ultrasounds, and then finally to give birth, so I can, you know, come back home with my baby in my own car, you know, with a sticker that says newborn baby or baby on board. I was really passionate about that. You know, I really felt bad that I didn't have that experience with my first daughter, right? That I didn't have one of those stickers at the back of the car that says baby on board. I really felt like I missed out on, on that with my first daughter because I was so flat broken. I didn't have a car. And I wanted to join in that whole dad experience. I'm like, hey, we're leaving the hospital with our baby, you know? My first daughter was born in England, okay? And... And in, in the place where we were living in London, we, we were very close to the hospital. It didn't really hit me that much because, you know, we grabbed a taxi and it was literally next door to where we live. Uh, but I felt like I was missing out on that part. I know it sounds romantic, 
But hey, it's my family, it's my life, and and I wanted to have that almost yeah, like in the movies, like the way the way you see them on TV. You're living the hospital with your with your wife and your newborn baby, and you get in a car with a baby's you know car seat, the whole thing. You know, I feel like a hero, like here I am going back home with this precious thing, right? So I didn't experience that with my first daughter. So for with my second one, I felt really like oh my god, I can't believe this is gonna happen a second time. And I know it sounds a little bit like romantic, but again, this was a big goal for me and it seemed impossible at the time and it did happen. So, you know, that's one of the important goals after that. Obviously, my income goals with my business, I will still write them down. And obviously, moving to Nafplio here where I live was a big goal. You know, a lot of things happened those times that I was writing those goals and then moving to this beautiful place. But eventually, we did move into this beautiful location where I'm currently living. And again, my friend, follow me on Instagram because the only reason why I share so much about Nafplio is because I truly love this place. I, I brought two wonderful girls, which are my daughters, here to this small community. This is a small town community. And I'm very passionate about being part of this community. Even though I don't have a regular job and I don't blend with uh, with the locals in that way, like I have a local shop and whatnot, I, I work from home, but I, I am part of this community. And I have made some very good connections by just even doing YouTube videos, okay, and being out and about, and, you know, as I'm recording this, I believe that the population of Nafplio is 15,000, so it's a very small community, there's only a few banks around, there's only one movie theater here, there's a few, you know, uh, high schools around, and, and kindergartens, there's not much, there's no malls, all right, I'm just surrounded by nature. It's a small community. There's an old town where all the, you know, the touristy things happen. And I'm very passionate about this place because I love it. I love Greece. I love this particular place in general. And I moved here because of that, because that was one of my goals. And I love to go to the beach. I like to work out. I like to share this on social media, say like, hey, I live here. Can you believe this? This, to me, is my, my rich life. And I, and I have the sea, I have the food, I have the people, the people here are very welcoming. I know that this sounds now like a, like a travel podcast, but this was a dream at one point. It was a goal. And I, write the, I wrote those goals down until they became reality. And then I moved those goals into something else and said, hey, now what, can, what else can I achieve? So th that's very important for you to, to really digest and, and, and chew on this so you can apply that to your own goals, whatever that is, man. Probably you don't want to move to a different place. Probably you're already happy where you live, but maybe you have different goals, whatever that is. Is that going to be fitness goals? Is that income goals, relationship goals, whatever that is, or travel more with your family to go on holidays? I mean, these are some of our goals now, you know, like go and, and really travel with my family, show my girls, uh, you know, that there's a world out there. Uh, I have different goals now that I'm going to be sharing with you. Now, here's the secret to goal setting. Okay, you write them daily. Now, obviously, you're going to miss here and there. But if you want to get into this new habit, you have to start daily. Write them down in the mornings. Write them down and just set the day in a positive note. You want to take this uh, to the next level as well, like really increase the chances of really brainwashing yourself because it's all about brainwashing yourself and convincing that these goals are possible. You do them before you go to bed as well. All right. So you write them down in the mornings and you write them down in the evening and you write the same goals. You repeat yourself pretty much. You know, I live in Nafta with my family. You play around with them, but you just, you know, I earn X amount of money with my with my online business or with whatever it is that you want to do. Right. Or I get this. Right. I am this. I am that. 
right? I speak Greek. If you want to learn how to speak Greek, I am this. So it's all in the present tense, and you write them in the mornings and in the evenings. If you want to take this as well to a different place, more of a, the affirmation kind of vibes, right? You write them in a small card, like a business card, and you write down your main goal or your main purpose, right? Like for example, I am so happy and grateful now that I earn X amount of money with my business, or I am so happy and grateful now that. I am expecting a new baby by whatever, okay? And or I am so happy and grateful now that I live in New York, if that's what you want to do, or whatever you want to go. You you carry that card with you, and wherever you are out and about, you just look at that card and you read it. You're brainwashing yourself and you're just making new connections in your brain and reminding yourself of what your goal is, giving you a, a, a concrete target to hit. Okay, that's the goal because the mind is all over the place. And even though you might have the goal, but you know, it's just a dream. It's not a goal yet. It's just an idea, it's a dream. But it becomes a goal and it has a target once you write it down and once you remind yourself. Okay, so you can go into the future, right? You have to project yourself right now into the future and say, I have already accomplished this goal and here I am sharing that with others the same way that I'm doing here with you today. Okay. So when you do that and you're projecting yourself into the future, you can say like, hey, look, I've been writing these goals from then and now I have accomplished this. I have other goals now, but hey, look, I wrote that down like a year ago or two years ago or whenever it was. And, you know, that that became true. And it became true, something that I thought it was impossible. That's why the goals have to be unrealistic. Those goals seemed unrealistic to me. And it was unrealistic at the time. Okay. And, and now here I am. Now I have even more unrealistic goals, whatever that is, okay? Uh, for example, I have fitness goals now. I want to be in the best shape of my life when I reach 50. I'm 47 as we're recording this. I'm going to be 48 in the next few weeks. So I want to be in the best shape of my life, not now, in the next six months. I'm already in good shape. But I want to be in good shape when I'm in my 50s and I'm only turning 48. So there is a few years ahead of me to do some work, Okay. So you have to have short-term goals, but at the same time, long-term goals, whatever that is. There's a lot of discussion about having short-term goals like in the next six months and then five-year plan or, or goals for the next five years and then 10-year goals, okay, whatever that is, right? We could probably dive deeper into this, but I wanted to make this episode a little bit more practical and not feel so overwhelmed. There is no way you're going to have a five-year goal plan or 10-year goal plan right now if you haven't set goals right now for your immediate future for the next year or the next two years. But they have to be impossible. So if you're in a nine-to-five right now, you want to quit your job and work from, from home, right? That seems like an impossible goal right now, you know? It seems to you, you know, in your mind, you just don't see quitting, because you hate your job or you hate your commuting or you hate your boss or you just feel stuck. You've been doing the same job all these years. You just don't have any passion in it anymore. You're just getting by, right? So that seems like really impossible for you to just go one day and hand in your two weeks notice or whatever it is that you're allowed to hang in and say, I quit, right? And I have this thing on the side, which is something that I just started, which is an online business. And, and you know, that seems like an impossible goal. Now, if that's your goal, then you can certainly do that. But you need to first write it down. You need to believe that it's possible for you, even when it's not even close to achieving that. You're not even close to achieving that yet, all right? 
The same goes with anything else. Moving to another place, finding the right partner, whatever it is. Something that you say, like, how can I find, you know, my soulmate? How can I find my wife? How can I find my husband? How can I have kids? Write it down. If that's your goal and it seems impossible at the time, write it down. Commit to that daily practice. All right. I hope this is a helpful episode to you, my friend. Keep your journal with you at all times. Write down your goals. You're going to miss. I miss days. Okay. I go through periods that I missed, but write them down. A little uh, bonus tip here. You give a deadline to your goals. On December the 2nd of whatever happens to be the year, I am going to be earning this amount of money with my online business. Or by this date, I am going to be living in this place. That's another powerful technique for you for goal setting, to actually give a deadline to your goals. Again, thank you so much for listening to this podcast episode. I'll see you in another episode, my friend. As always, here's to your success.